Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of First and Fifteen podcast, uh, looking at the SWC. And this uh, tonight we have a very special um, show for you, kicking off the first of... Um, a couple of shows where we're going to be spotlighting one of the new teams in our division. And first up tonight, we have, as promised, the Kingsham Kings. So um, allow me to introduce everyone on the panel. As you know, I am Lewis Phillips. I'm joined by my regular hosts, Jay Ballamy and Gareth Price. And tonight with us, we have from Kingsham, uh, Andrew Craig and Dylan Owens. Welcome, guys. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So first of all, let's deal with the news that dropped today. Um, We've got a bit of a, a Kingsham Kings uh, takeover uh, as the news drops that uh, Jay Ballamy has uh, transferred from the Devils, uh, his his team in Reading, uh, over to Kingsham. Let's talk about that for a while. Where did that come from? Yeah. How did that come about? Um, yeah, I mean, from a, from a basic point of view, unfortunately, I, I'm not paid well enough in my flag role to just play wherever I want to. Um, so, unfortunately, I've had to go and get a, an actual job now that I've finally finished university. Um, and that job's in Bristol. So, it was a long trip to Reading. I quite like Craig. I quite like Dylan. Thought this could be a match made in heaven. And so far, it's going well. We offered him a Snickers as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest contract ever offered in this country to a flag player. <laughs> it probably is. That is a Jay, you want to think of well wanna... meaning ones. Don't get ahead of yourself. Do <laughs> <laughs> you just want to clarify for legal purposes, just in case you get um, <laughs> investigated by Buffett? <laughs> Definitely. I left yeah. the Snickers <laughs> on the table, and what happened to the Snickers was not my concern. <laughs> <laughs> Oh right, cool. so yeah. um, we're just gonna we're just gonna have a little chat about uh, all things Kingsham and um, just want to clarify first of all. I think mainly for for Jay's um, Jay's benefit, it's definitely Kingsham, right? Kingsham. We wouldn't possibly yeah. <laughs> the other way, would you, Jay? No, I mean we recorded our last podcast last week, and I probably said about six different variations <laughs> of it. So I'm just I'm just going to call it the King. <laughs> Because um, I'm not from the area, and clearly I get it wrong a lot. So yeah, um, first of all, let's just let's crack on. That. How how did Kingston come to be? Uh, so I, so I thought this one. Didn't yeah, I? you go for it. You um, go for it. Basically, I've always wanted to start a flag team. I love flag. Like uh, it started with the Hurricanes, and then had a brief stint at the Trojans, and then at Western, and then me and my fiance Jordan, we moved to Kingston. The timing was right. I thought, let's start a team here. I found the local pitch and I was like, yeah, there we go. Designed a quick logo, put it on Facebook. And then along came this guy called Dylan saying, I like flag, let's make a team. And then it kind of sprouted from there. We had like Simon and James and Dave. And that was basically it. It was the, I think only four of us turned up at first training yeah, it was. session. It was. And I think we had two balls not even any cones or anything yeah i think it was just it was two bow uh, two balls and i think we used like jumpers just as cones for the for the first one if i remember correctly yeah, yeah. but that's how it kind of started and then like every week somebody new came along and said oh hey i'd like to have a run around oh yeah come on down and it just kind of grew quite naturally like from there so we're very very lucky and actually the people we have managed to recruit as it were 
we've got some pretty good experience as well. Like Sophie Parsons, she played for Northland Titans and then the uh, Outlaw Gunslingers as well. Um, she's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, Simon was actually a contact uh, centre and then he was also a baffer ref for a short stint as well. Charlie and Dylan from Swansea, uh, you know, I'm, you know, we're getting loads of people coming in who've already played before and it's just all of these pools of knowledge. We're going, oh, I, I used this play over in this team or I, we used to do this, we used to do this drill. And it's kind of formed really naturally. So, yeah, we're, we're in a really fortunate situation as to where we are now and with the people we're with. We've got a great bunch of people. It's awesome. I would like to second that. I think the culture that actually we've kind of built, and it's been a naturally built culture, has been actually really fun. Like, I, I, I think we all can say, like, every single member has been so much fun coming to training every Sunday because we all have a laugh and just get on. So that, that's been really nice, especially coming from yes. somewhere like Swansea where we still had fun like that and coming back over and still continuing that fun. It's been so much. It's been great. Oh, so I think that's quite interesting. I think you had a bit more experience in your team that, um, than I was expecting you to have. Like, that might, um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. If, uh, you've got quite a big squad from what I remember from our affiliate game, but I think I largely just thought it was just you guys that were, um, you know, flag vets. Um, cause, uh, but yeah, no, it sounds like you've got a bit more experience. That might catch a couple of people out. Um, so how 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 did the sort of recruitment go? Because like I say, I, from from the affiliate game day that Exeter came to you guys, I seem to remember you guys having quite a large squad. Um, so how did that recruitment process go? And like, what did you do? Was it all social media? Or? It was yeah, it was kind of social media. We got like a boosted a post that we made. So actually, the first uh, one of the first in, like Facebook posts was me in a Hurricanes kit, and I just changed the colours. Really, straight <laughs> up, changed the colours to purple, um, and then I, I messaged Ruth, who was, uh, you know, also playing on Hurricane. Said, "Would you mind if I included you on this post because I want to, you know, make sure that we represent, you know, a mixed league?" And she was like, "Yeah, of course, that's fine." Changed her t-shirt to purple. Bang! There we were. First post. Me and Ruth. I think um, from me where I found it, I think Ash sent me a message. Uh, the quarterback for the Hamheads. He went, "Oh, there's a team in Bath now," and I went, "Oh, okay, that's quite close to me." That, that works out well because it saves me traveling all the way back to Swansea every weekend for training. <laughs> were you doing um, that? I, I thought, I assume. Uh, not, not every weekend. I think I was doing every other. I think I was. I was going back as much as I could. But yeah, it, it was a killer. I'm not going to lie. It was a killer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then from there, it was just basically it's, bring a mate. I'm in. Bring a mate. Oh, cool. I, I assume, Dylan, that the. Um... But yeah, just the timing was right, and and you moved from Swansea to that oh, area. Oh, 100%, 100%, 100%. And I think the best thing about it was, well, for me, obviously, it was a brand new team. So I could actually, it was a fresh start, and that's what it felt like, because obviously it was a brand new team, fresh start. And it, it's been great with that. Work, actually, especially working with Craig, because uh, Craig a, is a very, very good flag football player. Uh, so getting some knowledge out of him has been fun as well for me. So... But that's pretty much it. Got a lot of experience, uh, <laughs> Craig, from a lot of different teams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Josh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna, you're gonna get a yeah a re- reputation of being a, a journeyman. Uh, a journeyman. Yeah. Yeah. I, we have been kind of ripping him this week, actually saying that when he, uh, <laughs> where we've been, he brought a lot of kits in, and uh, we say any, and we just kind of said, oh. I, I, 
Is this definitely the last one now, or are we, we can add a couple more? <laughs> yeah, we, we were sampling new own kit. I was like, here's this kit, and then here's this kit, here's an old kit, here's this kit. You collecting jerseys? Well, I'm not going to throw them away, am I? <laughs> speaking, speaking of kits, then, so so how did the sort of logo and the colours and the sort of kits come about? So, Kingsham, where I live in in Somerdale, it used to be a chocolate factory, Fry's Chocolate Factory, and they also had oh, okay. They're quite like purple. Uh, I think you know we've said in a post before about the Monarchs were the UK NFL team. Kings, Monarchs, Canesham, Kings, alliteration, purple, it kind of grew from there. And yeah, at, at the time when we picked the name, I wasn't aware of another flag team that was the Kings. Obviously, you have Karnahi now, which is also the Kings, but they weren't at the time <laughs> when we picked the name. But, oh, well, there's, there's loads of teams with the same names. You've got Sharks, Knights, you know, Lions, Titans, it happens. It's a good name. I think you get dibs. We were looking at going, uh, the Sharks were looking at going to Sport Monda Bowl this year. Um, obviously, it's been put back because of COVID and things. But the uh, one, the, the group that we were entered into had a, a different Sharks team from about <laughs> five different countries. I think they were actively trying to make a group of just teams called the Sharks. There are a few of them. But you could go to Sharks. Exactly. Bowl. Well, that's what we always used to call the. Uh, Playing Swans. Yeah, uh, funny enough, was, I remember. The, the I remember that ball. when we played you guys in 2019, oh, cool. it was the Shark Bowl, Shark Bowl. But then we got absolutely demolished, and we said, "Yeah, like, we, we, we're not part of this Shark Bowl anymore." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of speaking of COVID, obviously, as a as a new team, how did you find keeping people engaged um, yeah. from like when you started to you know now when you're finally allowed to get back into training? It was. It was quite a. It was quite a good scenario for us because people were looking for that thing to do. Uh, we're looking for something that wasn't work, that wasn't home, that was you know exercise. I want to try something new. Um, so this was something that perked their interest and got them interested. And yeah, I think we we're quite lucky with that in a sense. Oh, hundred percent. And I think the way that obviously the first lockdown went, well, obviously Zoom was a massive thing. We kind of enabled us to do a bit more of that during this, obviously this, the November one, and obviously the one just being in January, February, where we could use those kind of tools and and communicate through that way, which was quite fun. So I know we did we did some film sessions, we did some quizzes, we did some, just other other stuff as well, not just football related, but just actual social kind of things just to kind of get a bit of a team bond because we are a new team so i think that was really beneficial for us and obviously a lot a lot of us obviously contact through social media and obviously we have a bit of banter and what have you so for, for everyone involved it's just been just been a bit of fun really mm. i mean we had like a mad and for social and stuff uh, like yeah that. and that as well i forgot about that things <laughs> <laughs> about like People losing interest? Did anyone drop off the radar? Um, I don't think anybody dropped off the radar because of loss of interest. It was more because of like work schedules and things. Like, um, um, unfortunately, like some people do do jobs that require weekend calls. We we had a guy called Dan, and he he took emergency phone calls, and he he loved playing, but he just said, "I can't do it because my shift pattern." Really sorry, and I was like, "Totally get it, man. Like your jobs are really important. One, especially in this current climate. Please go away and do that." Like. You know, thank you, thank you for your service. Um, but 
yeah, I don't think anybody's kind of dropped off the road. Nobody's turned up and then kind of left without saying anything. Um, so yeah, I think we've been quite lucky there. Mm-hmm. Is it is a big um, from what I understand? There's a big sort of uh, American football following in Bristol. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm quite surprised that there's not been a a team a team in that area before. And of course, you guys sort of being between Bristol and, and Bath as well get have got a quite nice sort of catchment area. Um, have you had any kind of interest uh, from um, teams around that area? Uh, you know, there's obviously the, the two university teams in Bristol. And you've got the Filton Pride as well. There's a big sort of football uh, showing in that area. Um, how have you kind of uh, experienced or have you had any experience sort of with those um, potential pools of talent? I mean, we had a message from, I think, was it Yui, I think it was, the other day? I did message them back, but they didn't message me back. So um, it's just like, how are you doing? Yeah, going? I, I, they asked us about training and stuff, so I did send them a message back, but they didn't get back to me. So, um, but Sam's ex Apache. Yes, Sam used to play Apache, and then Matthew, Matthew, a guy that we've recently acquired, he he's also ex Apache, I think, as well. Uh, I want to say Apache, and then obviously Harry, then he's Aztecs as well. So. They are filtering over very slowly, but obviously, because possibly because we're a new team. But yeah, I think it's it's good for the guys that are probably on the fringes of those because obviously it's it's so skill based. It's really good flag for that, so they can mm. develop the skills. And then if they want to go back to contact, then they they would have developed the skills they need to to go back in then and, and compete for a starting position in at, at contact. I know that's what that used to happen in at the Hammerheads when sometimes they'd get some of their the Titans guys over just to develop their skills a bit and then they go back to the Titans and then they'd be there. So that's potentially what some of them might end up doing. And yeah, yeah you never know. I kind of think that like flag does feel that need that like, people do want to play American football, but you know, if you're, if you're working and maybe you're reaching your thirties and all that, you don't want to be getting hit every weekend. And no. Flag is that I want to play American football. I want to do tactics. I want to catch touchdowns, but I don't want to wake up with like, you know, injuries and things. Oh, like that. It's all. It's also a very good uh, value option because with with contact, you've got to pay for the pads, the helmet, um, and everything else that goes with it. But for the flag, all you need is a water bottle and some boots, and you're good to go. So, from that point of view, for cost point of view, it's brilliant. Yeah, I remember we used to do something similar at the South Wales Warriors way, way back, a million years ago, before Cardiff Hurricanes even existed. Uh, or there was anybody else in Wales, and we were travelling length and breadth of the country. Um, but we were our setup was very much part of the Warriors contact team. And I remember the first training session we had; there was bloody loads of them. There was thirty, forty people, um, and yeah, a lot of them did not, not, not a lot of them stuck around. Um, but it was very much seen to be that kind of feeder um, from the flag team go learn how to catch or learn how to cover or learn how to throw a ball or whatever. Um, and then you've got those skills to sort of, anyone can hit and be taught to tackle, um, but you go into the contact team yeah. with those skills already. It's interesting because yeah, from a think... flag perspective, there are very much sort of pros and cons to that approach. I mean, there are some some teams in the league that are affiliated with kitted teams and it seems to work quite well. But I think for the most part, most flag teams are now independent. I have seen several examples of when it just hasn't worked with a, a kitted team and a flag team under well, the if, same banner. 
if you look at reason. Swindon, for example, Swindon Storm, the, the, their flag team. I'm not sure if any of them still listen, but their flag team was was a mess compared to their to their kitted team. Their kitted team is very well organised and very well drilled, but then their flag team just couldn't get um, three to train in, and it's quite a shame, really, because it's again, there's quite a big catchment area in Swindon for. Uh, for flag, for flag, uh, flag football, but for football in general, because they've got quite a successful contact team and youth team, but it's just a shame that they can't get anyone to the to the flag because obviously they're all playing contact. What we found when we set Reading up all those years ago was because we did this out of a basis of trying to improve players for the uni side. It was always about okay, well, if you're going to do flag, it's a pass oriented game, so your offense and your defense. That should be the skills you're trying to produce. So you don't you don't start a flag team up to try and develop a contact player to then go and play, no, you know, a goal line set or a wing tee style offense. You you go to run the spread. You go to run the air raid where you're going to pass the ball 40, 50 times a game in the contact, and your and your defense is going to be based around a, a sort of um, a, a very heavy DB set because you've got lots of DBs and quality DBs. So I think there's definitely where where clubs try and link the two together. There's definitely a a misunderstanding of okay, well, you're going to improve people's fundamentals, but which fundamentals are you improving, and do they actually benefit your contact side? There's a very interesting part around it, and I'm sure teams like UE, where they've got good pipelines into oh, 100%. don't necessarily need it. But sh- shouting out to those players, you know, if if you're if you're on the fringes, it's worth giving it a go because you will see a lot more action in flag. Than, uh, so I think I think UE have got a very good like scholarship session. system of there where they get a lot of American guys over as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, they've they've really mm-hmm. taken off the last couple of years, and they've come. Actually, I used to coach at Exeter University as well, having played there and coached there, and they were a similar level to us for a long time. In that, you know, we would have some close games, some we would win, some they would win, and they were a sort of close rival. Um, and then all of a sudden, I think their sports, um, their uh, their athletic union. We're just like, yeah, sure. Here's a bunch of money to go get some um, scholarships, and then they just started recruiting, you know, like Div Two NCAA talent. And that, that was it. They took off and well ahead of us. Back. And now they've got their second team as well. They've got the, the uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see how Berkshire. Helped. As I think they call the pellets. pellets. You got the UE bullets and pellets. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's a pretty poor name, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. But it, it'll be interesting to see how Berkshire Renegades get on as uh, primarily um, their first yeah. smaller contact team, and now sort of expanding into flag. And because um, I mean, thinking about, it, I think other than Reading, who have only recently sort of. Uh, moved away from their contact university contact team and now are sort of going out as a flag team all their own contact into flag expansions don't seem to last very long I think the, the other one that I, springs to mind was the Solent Thrashers um, who moved away from Solent and started up their own flag and then decided that they wanted to be separate and I think was it, was it straight into Southern Reapers after that or did they have another name before was their name to Reapers no, they they were they were thrashers up until about twenty seventeen, and then they went from the, went to the Reapers after that. I think. So yeah, there's uh, I don't know. I mean, they, they I I can't remember how many 
how many years the thrashers were around before they separated but those kind of um i don't think there's many left that are uh a contact first and and still and, and you know have a flag team that is still part of i believe the salisbury motorers have got something similar to that contact i think it's a youth contact team and then a flag team if i'm correct yeah that is true. Yeah, they've got the youth and, and the nineteenth. Yeah, 19th, one of the one of the ordered. players used to play yeah. for Swansea. He he now plays for their flag team. So that that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping that they'll um, I'm hoping that they'll sort of yeah. affiliate soon. And uh, yeah, the best example I can think of is the Manchester Titans, where it seems to work. Yeah, they they seem to have put out a very good contact side and a very good flag side. Yeah, that's a that is, a, and they've got a second team as well this year. Um, so they're just going from strength to strength. Yeah, that's a good good example. So speaking of uh, affiliation, um, what what made you guys uh, back on yeah. the kingship? The tangent. Um, what what made you guys sort of take the plunge? Did you think that uh, it was you know a bit a bit quick going from setup? Were you confident that you had enough experience in the league? Um, what kind of made your your decision for it for you that you definitely wanted to affiliate and be part this year? Uh, we wanted to play, basically. That's, that's yeah. Bottom line, <laughs> uh, and the deadline was you need to affiliate now. So we were like, yeah, we've got we've got more than ten people. Let's go for it. But I mean. How, how did you find the process? It, bit rushed, it was very, but... very rushed, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was very much, uh, let's get this over with before we all go into lockdown. I, just, I, I, think, yeah, I, mean... I remember one of my Thursdays off, I just remember just typing like for like half a day, just going, we need to get this done. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had like emergency lists and things. I mean, you can even even down to like kit decisions like it would have been nice to have a new order kit but like we can't do it because it'll take too long to actually get here whereas we could order it online from website and they'll come within the week and even that was quite close it was very close like uh, i think it was the two three days before wasn't it yeah two three days before virtual first game the kit came in and it's just like okay cool we got shirts with numbers awesome now we can get affiliated um but yeah, it was very to the line, but glad we did it so we can play this year. And we're you know, really glad that there is actually a season because that was another consideration. Is there going to be a season? Um, but yeah, very fortunate. But yeah, we were initially meant to be playing the Cardiff Hurricanes, uh, but then Wales went into lockdown. So yeah, Lewis, you got that message saying, Do you want, do you want to play us, please? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I I had my eye on that for quite a while. I was very much oh, prepared. You saw an easy um, dub and you were like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am all for, uh, you know, I, I think there's not enough teams in, in the Southwest. As, as, as divisions go, we are probably one of the most sporadically um, sort of separated teams. The fact that our, like for Exeter especially, the fact that our closest game day is 40 minutes away is ridiculous. Um so I am all for. Well, no, you you say that, but that we we like it's normal for us. Whereas I've got teams in like the Midlands and in the North who, if they have to travel forty minutes, will complain and they think that they shouldn't be in the yeah, same division. They've got a bunch of teams that are ten minutes down the road and they want to play in their backyard. Um, you know, not mentioning any names, but I've, we've all seen people complaining about it online how much they have to travel and then you've got people like Aberdeen who were just like yeah right <laughs> hello 
we got to travel to Manchester. You can shut up. Yeah, I think we're quite lucky with our location. We're quite equidistant from a lot yeah. of people. It's just smack bang in the middle. Like we're a, like and, the division we're in is like a perfect got, location, like, really, isn't it? Like we could even pick up some Welsh teams, and if we want to go play some friendlies against the Midlands, we're not again not too far from the Midlands either. So for us, it's great. Paul, don't be saying that. I don't, I don't want to be pushed into the Midlands end, League, Dylan. Like chill. Are you sure? We're, we're still south. Don't, don't you worry. <laughs> no, no, as in for friendlies, not for the league. For friendlies. <laughs> for friendlies. <laughs> <laughs> Kings versus Manchester that'll be the next year hey, you want to be careful you'll get some complaints about Manchester being in the same conversation <laughs> as the Midlands <laughs> true 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 well I know how dangerous these conversations are because I once said that Reading liked to go to the Isle of Wight because we like the Did? day out and ever since we've, we've always had <laughs> it's that a great day out I, I still haven't yeah, been I'm very it's disappointed really I mean... day out. <laughs> Two thousand and nineteen they, they put on a barbecue. It was it was great. It was about thirty five degrees. Just a great day. Oh, I was so sunburned. You'll never get be able to get away. So it's a good job that you like it, uh, Gareth, because you'll never get away from it. They are absolutely without doubt the closest team to you. They got off the ferry oh. and they're basically there. Without um, a doubt, but you will you will also never hear anyone at the Sharks complaining about distance as long as we're in the SWC because <laughs> the alternative is you put us with all the London teams. Yeah, and and I know Neil won't stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but nice. No, it's a good job that you uh, you like going to uh, Isle of Wight, Reading, because uh, well, a it means that I can send someone there that isn't going to complain about it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I mean, somebody else who doesn't want to go doesn't have to. So I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, you guys, guys what's, what's the expectations? Sorry, uh, I was just going to say that they, um, they, they are quite nicely situated, especially when the likes of Swindon come around because you've got um, easy access there to the mm. M4 and the M5. So um, you can go along that corridor. Nice, quick, easy access to everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, moving on. Carry on, please, Jay. No, that's fine. I was just going to ask, and, and I mean, I've been part of these, some of these conversations already, but what are the expectations for the season? You know, it's year one, effectively, in Baffa. What are you, what are you striving to try it's and achieve? team? Yeah, that's a big question. You're trying to get married. Uh, what do I want to do to team? I want to build that. the club because, you know, we've got loads of players from a range of talents and the, the best thing is they're all keen. They all want to play. Uh, you know, I want to grow the club to facilitate everybody's needs and everybody's levels of, of playing ability um, and just continue that passion because what I don't want to do is some teams kind of don't manage lots of players and unfortunately they kind of implode a little bit because they can't play everybody. Um, so from this year, yeah, I, I would like yeah. to win, but it's not going to be, you know, the be-all and end-all. I won't not play players because I want to win. I, I will play players regardless because, you know, I expect everybody to do their best and I expect everybody to want to win as well. Um, so I would never make a decision to pull somebody off the field to because it's, you know, we we would lose or anything like that. But I have complete confidence in all my players that they'd all try their best. So I will. that's what I kind of think that I am from this season. So I'm, I'm not looking to trounce every team. Uh, and I think as a team... We're kind of all heading to the same situation, and we all just want to get better as a team. I know, as a as a defense, I think when we had our meeting, 
in January, we well, we just said that we just want to have fun, get some picks, and help each other develop. And I think, yeah, exactly. I think that was pretty much what we, what me and you said at the start of the season when we outlined what we kind of wanted to do, wasn't it? Just to help yeah. each other develop, have some fun, and if we win games, we win games. If we don't, we don't. It's it's flag football. Yeah. Simple as that. We're not professional. It's catch with your mates. Yeah, you're not getting paid to do this. So yeah, we're we're just here for some fun. Is this UJ putting in your transfer request and being like, I'm out of here? <laughs> Could you hear me writing it as we were going? No, 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 I'm kidding. I, I mean, look, I, I, I tend to agree with you, as you know, Craig. I, I've seen lots of clubs be built and get lots of players immediately and then absolutely, as you say, implode because they don't manage it particularly well. I think it's, it's a very sensible and, and um, sustainable method. You know, it will take time to get people up to speed to be competitive one day, which, you know... At the end of the day, it's going to be the long-term ambition. But you're right. Year one, year two, mm. got to make sure people are I having think fun. Especially this season, like, you can't. You doing it? What, you, is this season? Can you go up a league? Can you go down a league? There is what this is a very odd year for Baffer. No, there'll be um, yeah. There's no so bit, bit of insider information. Um, there's no. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure this is pretty public. I, I have no. I have no issues um, saying this, but. Um, yeah, there's no, there'll be no uh, promotion relegation this year. Um, so the when we when we do get back to normal and we can have, you know, a bit games a bit further afield and we can go back to having um, we can go back to having a, a Premiership division, a Div One. Um, it'll basically be it'll look as it should have after the 2019 season. So it'll be it'll be what it should have looked like. But that's going to be that crazy because so. like. Between yeah, a year, kind of teams can develop loads or, you know, they can lose key players. And a couple of key players could be carrying a team. So it's going to be really interesting that year. 100%. And there'll be a few teams that aren't exactly. no longer around at all. Um, that, that would be a fun, uh, fun thing mean, for you to get up to. Lewis. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, obviously, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of that kind of, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, kind of stuff going on. Um, and... Uh, and I think that that's part of it. If we do find that, you know, half the Premiership division is uh, has been just demolished and they've all disappeared, um, then we'd start to think about, well, okay, you know, you, you uh, would have been in Div 1, uh, but they just ran away with the league last year. Would you be happy to go in the Premiership? It'll probably be an approach like that. We won't force anyone to go into the Premiership who shouldn't be. Um but uh, they'll probably be approached and just be like, "Hey, look, there's a there's an opening for the Premiership. Um, do you want it?" Hmm. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Again, it'd be we'll cross that bridge. You know, like a normal battle season, we'd be part of you know with the Welsh teams as well. I mean, we're, with our schedule this year, we're quite lucky that we are going to still play all the Welsh teams with through friendlies and stuff. So it won't be part of the league. But it'll be good to kind of gauge where we are with our whole division. Um, but yeah, it'll be incredibly interesting to see where everybody is next year. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of nicely follows on. Like, how I was going to ask, how much sort of, um, how much sort of game experience have you had? You've obviously you've been through the uh, the affiliate process, um, but is that the only kind of uh, competitive action against the team, another team that you've had as a team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or... basically, uh, Exeter is the only opponent that we've currently played. 
and beaten and also lost to of course. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be playing Western. So by the time this podcast comes out, we would have played Western, which would be great for the team to, you know, it's a really different play style uh, to Exeter. So uh, it would be really good to, you know, even just witness that and some of the plays that you can do through flag because that is half of it, just, you know, educating yourself on what what is within the limit of the rules of flag. Um, but yeah, and then, I think we're not playing anybody until Reading, our Baffer game day. Actually, yeah, it is because we have Reading. That's the next one after yeah. Sunday. I think three three weeks of training and then Reading, and then I think we've got three weeks back to back with games. Uh, yeah, it is. Like, uh, yeah, we've we've really tried to. So you've got you've got you've got games in between yeah. the, oh, yeah. the Baffer game days. So... So not uh, not meaning to undermine in any way, but do you think that's a good idea, or um, do you think you'd benefit more if you were to have be able to come away from some of those game days and go back to the practice field and say, all right, well, these are the things we didn't do so well on that last game day. Uh, these are, this is what we're going to work on in training before in, we go in into general, the next game day. Like we have tried to have like a week of training between the game days, but everybody, if you had the choice of playing a game or training. You know, most people would want to play a game, really. And the educational factor from the players who haven't got that game experience, game experience is, you know, super valuable. So especially for this year, let's go nuts. Let's play as many games as we can. We've had a whole year of not playing games, not doing anything. You know, you know, we're, we're going to be as safe as possible when we do play these games. But I think we're going we're gonna to have at it this year. We're going to have a great year. It also gives an opportunity yeah. to rotate, you know, everybody through every single sort of, you know, if you've got a DB and he's not really sure if he's a corner or a safety, go, you know, go and play a, a Western or a, a Cardiff and try yourself out of both. And, you know, even if you're playing a friendly game, it doesn't mean you don't have an opportunity to work on stuff. So it's just a different format to learn the game. And when you've got a, a good proportion of the team that are inexperienced, it's a it's a good format and it's almost... Um, yeah, it's almost like being going mm. straight into the oven, but it'll absolutely when work. When you're new to the game, there's nothing that can can beat actual game experience because you can do yeah. all the training in the world, but until you get the clock and the referee, it's no, just it's, it's not quite the same. Like, I know we tried to simulate some games yeah. stuff, like we have a bit of a game at the end of the, the session, but it doesn't help when you've got really dodgy referees like me ref in it. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's all like game situations that as coaches you don't no. you don't foresee that. Hundred percent not. The, the the third game playing against Leicester, we were winning by six points. We just had to run down the clock, but we'd never practiced running down the clock. And you know, disaster happened and we lost. But you know, we're never going to do that again. We learn. But as coaches, we never thought what well, we would be in a situation okay. where we could, you know, just trip and that'll be it. But you know, it happened in. A relatively, you know, a game that didn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. But you know, glad it happened there. And so what? I'd like to say as well, like I think the yeah, biggest, absolutely. If, well, if we go back to that game, which was the game, the third game that we played in those affiliation games. Obviously, yeah, we we lost on a on a walk off pick six, pretty much, which is really frustrating. But then the next the next game, then Josh, who's was it? Is that would that would have been his fourth game as a quarterback ever? And he yeah. came and put 47 points on on Exeter straight after a pick six that cost them, you know? Our defense, wow, well, defense did help a lot. I was going to say, there's uh, quite a few... Oh, no, I'm going to give... Were you quarterback in that game, Lewis? Yeah. With the yes, he was. No, right. I was, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I was 
playing with a entirely different um, risk coach. We'd gone into like we'd had all the. I'd basically spent lockdown up until that game day developing new plays that I was, had had hadn't had a chance to test out in practice or anything because we hadn't been practicing. So I had this different risk coach to the, the the playbook that we usually use, and I was like, right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna try these plays. Haven't practiced them. Um, let's just see if any of them work. Some of them did. Most of them were rubbish and won't be going into the playbook going into this season. <laughs> I'll just say, this is, this is a great excuse to get That's in early. He just doesn't want to admit that uh, our defence is, is, uh, is very aggressive. That's what he doesn't That's what he's saying. It was, it was a good game to end the series. Of it games. was a very good game, yeah. I, I, think, I think we all thoroughly enjoyed that. I think we needed that as a, as a team. So I think uh, we deserved that from the, pre, from, the, from the game three, I felt like. I mean... We we didn't like all the other games. Like we didn't let you walk over oh, us. Oh, hundred percent not. They weren't ever Fun. like you ran away with it. We were always no. fighting for it. There was always a chance that we were gonna win it at some point. But it was they were good games. Funny enough, I've got from I've got sides. all the games written down here. So the first game was twelve. Uh, 12-18 to Exeter. Second one was 21-28 to Exeter. Then it was seven eight to Exeter. Then it was forty seven twenty five to us. So like they all. They're, they're, I, I I told Ethan on that third game because uh, you you guys had scored late. It was a I mean the way I remember it is it, the weather in that game was awful mm. and nobody could move. It was like wet and days. You guys got a you guys got a, a, a pretty good drive together as it dried as it started to dry up um, and score mm. a touchdown. Got the extra point. Um, I think quite late in the game we stalled out. And I was like, oh, well, we need a miracle now. But, you know, we're inside two minutes. There's no way they're going to pass the ball. And then Patrick gets a pick six. And I said to Ethan, I was like, play the draw, man. Just play the draw. Be safe. Get the one extra point. Did for two. Nope, I'm going for two. Um, and, 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 yeah, got squeaked a one-point win. I was like, well, and what, the, and what, the what do I know about that was We were in the huddle for that, for that two-point. And it was the... So if if we if we conceded the two point, it'd be the only two points as a defense we'd have conceded. And I said to the guys, I was like, guys, just everyone, I don't care what we do, just make the tackle, just make the tackle. And the one who missed the tackle was me, <laughs> which is the which is the most typical thing in in, in football as it goes, because you say it and then it ends up always being you. Uh, you know, we'll never forget. Yeah. No, no, I, I've got it. I've got it on repeat on my phone every morning when I wake up just to get me hyped for the day. You know. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not better. No, no, no. <laughs> not better though. Not better. We'd uh, we'd done pretty well throughout lockdown of recruiting. So um, a lot of the guys that got a lot of game time that day were rookies. And the guy who scored that um, that extra point, Ollie, uh, must have been uh, maybe his third or fourth session with the team. Like he hadn't been with us long in just a couple of couple of training sessions and then that game. So and you could you can see at the end of that video um just how much it means to him. He was thrilled to have caught oh, the game winner. Um so yeah there was a lot of I think, I think the really play enjoyable, well the, really the, enjoyable well, game. the drive before that where you guys won it obviously I picked it off and I thought yes that's it we've won. I I remember I, I, remember, I just remember throwing the ball down so and just going absolutely mental. So I was like, yes, we've won this. So I know how it feels for him because I was like, I thought that was it. We were, we were, we were golden. But yeah, I thought we'd won. I, I took myself off the pitch. I was like, you know, you guys run yeah. up. It's fine. But, <laughs> but these, these, are, these are the kind of things that, you know, 
lessons that oh, 100%. are best learned in affiliate games that don't mean anything. Because um, I think I think something similar happened. Uh, we held a, a tournament in Exeter, um, and I think it was one of Cardiff Bay Coyotes' first ever game days. I wasn't there, so this is all secondhand. I, I learned from um, the guys when I when they got back. Um, Cardiff Bay were beating Swansea. Uh, I think it was like seven six or something, um, and all they had to do was run the clock out, uh, and you know the game was theirs, and he, he, and he threw he a did, pick yes. six and Cardiff picked it off, and just, like everyone from Exeter was just like, oh Cardiff, I was. It was yours. I was like, in work that day. You know, it's, it's sad. And, it's just like, oh, yeah. An experienced team would know, you know. To just I was in work that day, and I remember, I think, I think it was Dave, he messaged me, we won a game off a of pick six. And I was just like, oh, okay, what's, what's going on? And I remember them him telling me it was Cardiff Bain, and thinking, oh, come on, guys, they're a new team, we shouldn't be doing that. But sometimes other things, they're kind of like little trap games. You get into those little things, we went, oh, actually, it's a new team, we don't need to worry about them. But they're kind of trap games, so you've oh, got to be careful. Absolutely. Um, we uh, it happened to us as well. I mean, I think it was our second with Swansea. It was our second year in the league, and um, played Swansea the first game day. We played them a couple of times in the Southwest series, and we'd beaten them every single time. And I even I, I'll hold my hands up and I'll admit that I was definitely looking towards um, the was it the Celts we had next or Plymouth? I can't. It might have been Plymouth. Um, I was like, that's the game that I want to win. Um, you know, that's the one that's going to be tougher. Uh, and then came out and bloody lost to Swansea in the first game um, of, of the season. And, that's the thing, like, teams, teams forget um, flag. There's only five people on mm-hmm. the pitch. You know, if one person steps up or, like, gets suddenly better or they get a new person, that's 20% of a better team, like, right there on the pitch. Like, it's really who t- turns up in the day, how they're feeling. Anything can happen. You shouldn't trust brand. Oh, 100%. Basically. And it's, it, it's, such like, it's such a game of like small margins as well. Something I mean, so little oh, can, yeah. can change the game. If it's a, if it's a ref indecision, if it's a, a pass that was like an inch too wide, something little as that can change the game completely. And yeah, you've lost it or you've won it. And that's, that's what it is at the end of the day, isn't it? Especially with the way the clock works. I mean, the fact that games are really quick when you get into it. It, the the clock runs for eighteen minutes, and there's no there's no such thing as as clock management. You can't, you know, if you're if you if you get two scores down, you can't start managing the clock um, with still a quarter of the game to go. That clock's just going to run right until the last two minutes. So mm. the game disappears if you get behind the score. The game can run away from you fast. Anyway. Uh, again another tangent um (laughs) speaking of sort of as we were earlier about like sort of looking to the future and and uh club expectations what about uh sort of further into the future three or four three to five years down the line where would you like uh kings to be as Um, as a club just still playing really i want you know the people who are playing currently to still be mates and getting along even if they're not in Canesham anymore just I think we've got such a good bunch of people that there's no reason why we shouldn't all be friends you know regardless if somebody moves away or whatever but as a club if we grow fantastic if you know we just stay this size okay that is what it is like um it's good to have ambitions but I'm never going to force an agenda I'm never going to say we're going to have to grow I think you know I'd like it to grow but 
there's all sorts of difficulties that come with growing, but. Do you have any, uh, any designs I'm on? I'm going to build a stadium. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> or you're uh, I mean, <laughs> competition, <laughs> maybe? Um, <laughs> Super League. Like, honestly, like, I think the dream would be to have like a second, a second team of sorts, like what that second team forms. Who knows? Like with the Kings, you can, you can, so you can either go down like cards and have like kings, jacks, queens, aces, whatever, or you can go down chess and have all the different chess pieces, or you can go, you can go medieval with the theme. You can go wherever, but like loads of choices. Yeah, uh, we did I love that. at one point. <laughs> we were joking with this neon green and purple Hulk. kit, and we were going to call it the Joker's team because it was like ugh, it was sickening. But people were very keen for that. Kit. I love that kit. Very... I still can't believe we didn't choose that kit. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it for the first time today, and I'm so behind. I it. don't want to. I don't want to send us on another tangent. But flag football is now missing teams yeah. with with funnier team names and kits to go along them. They've the, all the, the Thunder Ducks, <laughs> the Zombie Board, Killer Ponies, all gone. The problem is we with like a rebrand. You've got to get all new kits unless you get like a Sharpie. Well, I, I think you, yeah, you, you know, can do something there with, with you just need more teams, mate. Get yourself a get yourself a. a Get more players. Yeah. More players. Get yourself a second team and, and call them the Jokers and get yourself another team, a women's team maybe, and call them the Queens. We did joke about like, that actually as well, I'm pretty sure. Getting a women's team called the Queens. I'm sure we joked about that at some point. Uh, sure we did, but, you know, the, the ladies we have in our team, they hold their own. They're weapons. I don't want them to I, I tell you, uh, funny enough, we said this in, in, in a defensive chats if sophie i love watching sophie on tape she's so fun to watch if if anyone wants to go have a little look uh, go watch her technique she's fantastic i can't i can't remember what number she is but you, you'll see her somewhere on, on on one of the on one of the tapes but i mean it's we hmm. talked about her a little bit last week um but other than sophie and, and the two of you What's what players should we most look out for this? Do you year? want to do offense? I'll do games. defensive guys, or I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to pick, like, I can't name drop one person. I think, I think to be honest, everyone's got their own little special traits. Yeah, I mean, if we haven't mentioned somebody, yeah. it's not because you're not they're not special yeah. or anything like that. I think you know, we. <laughs> oh, He's a proper politician, isn't he? It's painful to be this diplomatic, you're so diplomatic but, like, right, right, man. Charlie's got the most points in the last extra game. Josh is, you know, an excellent runner and QB. (laughs) So, like, if he doesn't play QB, don't sit on him. Like, he's going to be a weapon wherever he goes. Simon has got one of the best hands in the game. So, yeah. Mm. Simon's incredible, man. Like, you can throw anything at Simon and you just catch it. And I'm in action. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I've actually seen him drop a ball. Don't put that pressure on him. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything. But yeah, defensively, we got some. We got some ballers on defense. (laughs) Steve obviously came to us as a rookie. He's he's just. Did he play a little bit before? Oh well. Either he had had gloves. That's normally a tell. You don't just buy. Either way. By the way, he, every training session, he keeps getting better and better. Sam is just a ball hawk. As I said, Sophie, her technique is brilliant. Pete, again, another guy is just developing and getting really good. James, 
James, James he's just come just, out of nowhere. Never played the sport. We just before. randomly put my blitzer uh, in the second game day, and we just thought, oh, oh, well, where's this come from? And he had, I think, I think he was uh, king of the day that day as well, where he had something like four or five sacks and uh, and, yeah, a, and a safety. Had a great game day. He, yeah. yeah, he came out of nowhere and just. Um, just excel. Yeah, he did. I, I, I think I remember. I think another guy you're talking about. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember the safety. Um, and how how peaceful he was. Um, but uh, yeah, he he got he got better as as that game went on. Yeah. Um, that was his, that was first his very game. first game. Yeah, it was it was incredible because I remember at the very beginning, you know, I stepped in once or twice and I was able to get away or I'd roll out and and make make some room for myself. But you know, come the second half. He just, you'd obviously had that kind of word that every coach always has with it, with a first time blitzer of, you know, run your feet, chop your feet, break down. Um, don't just go charge you past them, wait for them to move. And he just soaked that up like a sponge and was just like, yes, coach. And then that was it. I Funnily I had to enough, get- we never um, had that conversation. I just, I just said to him, I just, I remember going up to him at halftime and said, I said, you've got him just, 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 just slow down a little bit. And that's what he did. That's all I said to him. And he just went, and the, I think he turned up on the day, and we he I, I, he just said I just I think we said to him, "Where do you want to play?" He goes, "I don't mind." I always said, "Oh, we need a blitzer, go a blitzer." Because I think the week before, I think that was the one thing we struggled with was getting pressure on the QB. Oh well, you know, you were saying earlier on about how you always wake up every morning and watch yeah. that extra. Yeah. For me, whenever I'm feeling That's spinning, technique. whenever I'm feeling low and I'm feeling, you know, a little... here it comes. I know exactly so- what he's saying. <laughs> I just put on that video where I I, I, I you out and uh, and you know you, I keep the sound on as well because you can hear the entire both sidelines our sideline your side <laughs> and then through a strike to, to Drew for, uh, for well, funny you should mention that because I I also watched that video where I catch the ball from a two yard thing hook and then I just step oh yeah right <laughs> <the rest of the>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I get up every day <laughs> after I've watched a spinning one because that is great. <laughs> <laughs> I personally just have cereal that. But yeah, no, I think I think about. like I said, everyone's got their own special little traits and they're and and they're all good in their own little way. And we've we've obviously during this lockdown, we've added a few more pieces to both offense and defense who are contributing in their in their little ways. And yeah, it's it's exciting. And I. And yeah, new people are turning up every yeah, week. Yeah, which is really, which is really Trails, exciting. Trails really Funny good. enough, as we run this podcast, someone else messaged the 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 page as well, asking to join. So it's, it's sign it's, them up, it's, get them in, get them in. Do you need to shoot off, mate, and and get them signed? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm off tomorrow. They, I, I'm sure I can send them a Snickers tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, Jay, I got a crate of alcohol, so. No, okay. <laughs> are we uh, are we expecting any no. um any oh, sort of you. positional uh, you know a QB battle in camp maybe with obviously because you know, Whoa, you Jay, know can you uh, Jay, Jay, can you play anywhere else? He's <laughs> <laughs> coming after my job. He's so good. I mean, is is I played him and uh, and they've got pretty decent quarterbacks out there. So you know what are you gonna bring to the team? <laughs> I mean, look, uh, yeah. I, I, let's be fair. I'm, I'm slightly overweight, so my athleticism is probably diminished since I last did this. But yeah, my first couple of years at university, I played receiver, and I was I I. 
some high stat line. So I've, I've got some decent hands, but I think, yeah, I probably excel at quarterback. So I'm uh, I'm kind of selling myself down that road. I think um, that's one thing. I think yeah, when with the best of trying to play I get Josh, in the I get picked up by like Charlie, who's roommates with Josh, and obviously we have we have conversations every day. And I said the one thing that Josh will get better because Jay's joined the team because Jay will help Josh improve because Jay's that type of person that he's got that winning mentality and wants to win. So he's, even if he's not playing, he's going to help Josh and want to help Josh. So from a teammate point of view, that's probably the best thing you could ever want. So even if Josh does end up playing quarterback, Jay's going to be there to help him. And if Jay does end up playing quarterback, Josh is like, he's just a weapon. So we can, we can put him wherever we want to put him and he will be a beast. As a coach, it's the best because nobody's comfortable at all. You're just, you know, yeah, it's oh, never a bad oh, thing. You know, this guy did better today. Next week, they're gonna come back with more fire. But you know, and also in training sessions, games at the end, it's, it's not that like you know, the team with the QB normally wins. Well, we have two QBs. Who's gonna win? Nobody knows. It's amazing. I'd like to point out it makes we have three. We have three QBs. I'm QB free. We've established this. Your QB, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to change my name. <laughs> You not know, mate. <laughs> you also, you also, my videos on Facebook. I am an elite, an elite <laughs> QB. I had to ask you where you are. Right now. It, 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 no, but we've no, we're like, we're quite lucky. Like, lots of people on the team can throw the ball. Like, that's one of the first things we did when we started as a team. We just went, everybody's got to know how to throw the ball. Like, you have to know in some way, shape, or form because you never know when your number's going to be called and. You might be running that path play. And it's always nice to have that uh, sort of double QB option in the back pocket. Yeah, I think um, yeah, we even used it in the first or second game. We side snapped it to Dave and he just launched one down the field. He's only got one throw in his <laughs> passing career and it's a touchdown. You know? I'm sure he said to me the other but day that he's not throwing another ball ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did say that. It was, it was a really good throw, actually. That play is a brilliant play. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's fun. Like, anybody can throw it. I'd... Oh, God. So, to both of you, Lewis has sort Here of said go. to me that I'm allowed to just ask you some really odd questions. Um, some odd questions All right, to go. James Acaster. Um, my first question is poppadoms um, or bread? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm glad someone's got bread. that reference. You, can, you can't make a sandwich with poppadoms. Yeah, I'd probably go bread as well because you got you can add garlic oh, to it, make garlic bread. Oh, uh, 50 50. That's true. That's true. What type of bread? No, I'm, I don't know. Why are you going to make me a sandwich? <laughs> If you could steal one oh, player man. from the SWC well, which, which the Kings, to have play for the Kings, who would you leave? steal? You can have one each. Uh, so... In our, oh, in our, however many teams are in our mini league for the year. I'm trying to think. If you include the Welsh lot, I know exactly who I was choosing. But, uh, oh, you can't leave us on that. I mean, Gareth right. Price. That's who I'm picking. Boom. Oh. 
Nobody the knows fifth member. I don't know a Gareth. Yeah. I don't know a Gareth Price. Um, <laughs> I, I'd like to choose the, the quarterback from Reading, Jay Balmy. Um... <laughs> such a diplomatic pair, you two. I really hope you don't turn up to the Western match and you've forgotten think, to mention the one player friends. on the Kings roster in this. <laughs> Good. Oh, God, here we go. If you had to pick a club anthem for the Kings, and based on your own music taste, what head. would you pick? <sighs> yeah, so like we're in, we're in like Wembley oh, Stadium for a I know, King Freddy, Green Day. And uh, we're going to walk out the tunnel. What, what are the Kings coming out to? Very good. That's really tricky. Um... Can you come back to me? Some simple Let me look on my playlist. Or I'd go Hell Yeah, Rev Theory. Take your pick of one of those two for me. That's it. That's a good shout. I like I like that song. Who was... Uh, I swear that was... Oh, yeah. yeah it, was, uh, it was yeah. Um, Blue Mountain State. Yeah, it there. was. I'm sure Rev Theory, I can't remember whether it was that song in particular. They they did the entrance music yeah. for a wrestler as well, WWE style, but I can't remember who. Uh, the only reason I say that is because when I used to play for Swansea, me and Dave, and we used to drive her to games, that was that bef- like five minutes before we arrived, we'd always play Hell Yeah. So that was like our knockoff entrance music to the to the game day. So I was. I remember we came back. <laughs> I think it was our first ever Southwest series. And we came back from our first game day having gone. Three and zero on the day. <laughs> and me and do you guys remember Connor Horton, our centre? He vaguely. Uh, he, he was had the two of us together had no shame. Um, and we would just as we came back from uh, Plymouth after the first game day, um, having uh, just gone three and zero in our first real competitive action, uh, decided before dropping dropping off at home, we were just going to you know, do a lap of the city. Um, <laughs> Uh, really cool, really cool kids. Uh, lap of the city with the with the uh, windows all down, um, blaring "Who Run It Down South" <laughs> by um, Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought we were cool right up until we played Plymouth the week after and got spanked. There we are. Next time we beat you, I'm going to blast that <laughs> over a speaker. <laughs> Not giving you enough time, Craig. Uh, kind of. I could pick many, many, many songs, but DNA Kendrick I'm... Lamar. I don't know. Yes, good song. I'm feeling a, a recruitment <laughs> video. Yes. King, right. I, I pulled out my. Uh... There we go. <laughs> Ch- even change, change oh, the lyrics. Oh crap! Actually, the video idea we were pitching earlier. Right. right. That's the new. That's the song for sure. it. Well, we, could, we could do that. <laughs> I did do my uh, Lion King celebration the other day in training. Scored a touchdown, cradled the ball in one hand, got my thumb, wiped across his forehead and presented it to the rest of the team with two hands. I was hoping everybody would kneel. Nobody did. And I think Dave went, was that Lion King? I was like, yeah, yeah it was. I would have kneeled if I was there. <laughs> if you score against us, I'll make sure I do. Rapture. If you had to pick one condiment to represent your club, what condiment would you pick? 
<laughs> oh man, uh, why that? I like mango chutney, so okay. I'm going mango chutney. Yeah. Okay, is this just like <laughs> quiz? You got I will be asking for every single new team, by the way. Like, you know, tell us about our team at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am, you've got the personality of a twelve-year-old girl. girl. I think is what he's probably telling you at the end of it. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> that Moving you swiftly on. Crazy <laughs> I did, yeah. So uh, last uh, last Lewis, week, uh, you to do the, the, last week's show hasn't gone out yet. But um, what we did at the end of the show was we each had a go at. Predicting where each team in our division is going to be in the table at the end of the season and what their record would be. Sure. So, I did forewarn you about this, so you, hopefully you've had a little time to prepare. Yeah. Which I think is more uh, more than I gave Jay and Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I ask where where some of the teams we've been trying to figure out who was still in the division last week? I'm pretty sure. No, you'll have to listen to the episode. Now. <sighs> Okay, we're gonna be we're gonna be um, one above Exeter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Which Exeter side, though? <laughs> um, Craig's got exactly uh, the same thinking honest, I have. I, I don't care. I've Dylan's done some thought about it. Um, I've done full out? research for it. I, this is what I spent three hours on today, researching, <laughs> just for just for the entertainment purposes. Um, do you want to start from the bottom? Do you want to go top to bottom? We'll or go bottom, bottom to top, top shall we? Fine. Well, how many are there? Nine. Two, three, four, five. Yeah. Nine. So, uh, unfortunately, I've gone for the Renegades at the bottom. Nine teams. Um, obviously, I, we saw the, obviously, the red in result, and I haven't really seen them, so I need to see them in person. So that could very well change, but that is why they're there. Nothing against the Renegades. Uh, uh, 0-8, unfortunately, for them. But they, but like I said, if I reckon they could probably sneak one in, potentially. So, but uh, that's what I've gone with. Uh, my eighth place team, I've gone with one of your Falcons teams. Oof. Uh, with a one. Uh, the, yeah, the, the Lewis one. <laughs> the Lewis one specifically. I have actually put <laughs> that in brackets next to the record. <laughs> one in seven. <laughs> uh, then in seventh, I've gone with the Hellhounds. Two in seven. <laughs> Um, they're a decent team, the Hellhounds. I reckon they can sneak a couple of te- a couple of wins here and there. Uh, then I've gone with your other Falcons team at three and five. Did you say sorry for the for the Hellhounds? Did you say uh, two, one and sorry, seven? Sorry, two, two and six. Sorry, I meant I was reading the wrong thing. Two and uh, two and six. Uh, then I've gone with your other Falcons team at three and five. Uh, then I've gone with it. I've gone with us at, in fifth, a four and four record. There you go, one above the X team. See. Well, I, I, I just did both of them because I heard that uh, <laughs> we got lowly rated last week. So, uh, you know. Uh, then I've gone with the Devils at four, uh, five and three. Um, I heard I they just lost their QB though. I just heard, I heard they lost their QB. I did this before that announcement. So, um, <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. So, that could change. And then I've gone with, obviously, the Shark Supers uh, all at seven and one. Ooh. So, 
So this means you're going to have to split it based on like points uh, for. That was my next question. How did you get? Uh, I wasn't sure how it got uh, separate after that. So I luckily enough, I have actually predicted it. I think I've predicted. I think it's point different. Well, I've kind of I kind of gone off the basis of points for, so it kind of works out the same points difference. I, I'm going to I'm going to guess. Uh, so I've gone with the sharks at three, Neptune's at two, Supers at one. I've gone big. Wow. I don't need to know the Neptunes enough to rake them second. Uh, I like the Neptunes. Um, obviously, I can't remember what tournament they were in, and they, they were putting up some big numbers. Uh, and they've they, yeah, they've got, they got some decent players. I think they've they've got a couple from like a couple of the good guys from Swindon as well. So I want to watch out for them. It's a it's a great call because we spent we spent a good five minutes last week talking about how much we like the Neptunes. I'll, I'll, I'll none of the us Neptunes. had the guts to put them you know in a high like said, finish. I, and obviously, a lot of my guys in Swansea. So funny if I messaged Ash and Dave to ask ask them some about some of these guys. I knew they, they'd spoken about the Neptunes before, so I I know them to rate them quite highly, and I trust Ash and Dave. So uh, I'm I'm going to back them and put them at two. But I, the reason I've gone with supers at one is uh, I remember from two years ago, 2019, like I said, it's two years ago, but I remember they have this really high-octane offense and it was, they're just full of athletes. Yeah, so, 100%. so they just put up, they just put up huge numbers. I just, I just remember, I can't remember the name of the receiver um, who just kept burn, burning me every time. Oh. And I just, I, I just, yes, that's it, Sam. And I just wanted to cry that entire day. Did not have fun. But, but they're a team just full of athletes, though, all of them. But I did get a pick, I... so I'm happy. <laughs> I think I, um, I, I, I'd like to sort of, after the fact, uh, maybe change my, um, my rankings, because I've been thinking... It's there now. It's recording. Uh, it's, no, it's on no, paper. No, 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 it's out no, there. No, no, no. But you, just you, for the you, sake you, of mentioning, I've been thinking about it ever since I made it. And I think I put the Supers in third, and I think that was a mistake. And I don't know how... I mean, that I still don't think I still don't think anyone's going to beat the Sharks this year, um, and I think that offense is just way too potent. Um, oh, but I think I put Western will beat. Last time the Western played the Sharks, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, that's, I don't know. Something stuck with me because they 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 ran away with the Southwest A, and they um, you know. Blitzed through the the playoffs, um, and I just don't know how I don't know what I was thinking when I put the, the division champions in at third place. So I'm gonna I'm, I still don't think anyone's gonna beat the Sharks this year, uh, and I stand by that. But I'm gonna uh, bump the Supers. The up only one. the only um, knock I could find on the Supers was that they'd lost their star player in Andrew so Cragg. Um, I was but... not the star player. <laughs> I, I'll be the first to say that. I didn't turn up to one game then they won the championship. So there you go. So, but apart, like I said, like they got some super freak athletes, and yeah, I just think they their their offense is very very good. Yeah, I, I think I the think opening we'll, game of the se- well, our opening game. I think that honestly, I think that one will decide. Shark it. supers to open the season is a big one. I think it really depends on what people have been doing the in old... lockdown and who's been training. Yeah, kind of training. And... Like I know, I know a few of the supers guys. Don't they play rugby semi-professional? Yeah, a couple of them do. So they 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 have to keep fit. So they're still going to be have their athletes there, aren't they? So that's why I've uh, gone with them. 
Join us next week. But we'll still be down the bottom. What about you, Craig? Yeah. Jay, you're going to have a go at it, Craig. Rankings. I honestly, I, I, yeah. I stand by the thing. You can't trust a, a like a brand name. You just have to see who turns up on a day. Honestly, I couldn't say. So no, no balls. No, no balls. <laughs> That's all right. We'll just take Dylan's as uh, the, the Kinchin Kings as a team. We'll judge the entire team based on Dylan's. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do I win a prize if I get it right? <laughs> Like, okay, <laughs> this is why I wouldn't nice. have one of my games. I haven't seen a couple of the teams play, so how can you rank a team that you've never seen play or played against? That's why I've gone off my Yeah, but you're never going to put the drops on social media. You're never going to put something social media. wrong. You're only going to put on the touchdowns. No, 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 no. I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about highlights. I'm literally talking about how organised they are on social media. <laughs> Craig, if you take away speculation <laughs> in sport, oh, we're okay. going to lose half of the world's media. Kings are going to be positive. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a positive record, I reckon. I, that's why I put us a 500, middle, middle of the road. Six and three. Yeah, I think, to be honest with you, I think, I I think two, I've seen yeah, the six I, and two, I but I think then our floor is probably about three and five that i think that's where we were at personally uh, yeah that's yeah, the thing like, we all agree there isn't ours, anybody there i would be like talk, they're gonna absolutely be a lot of time you know, to us like um i think we have the ability to beat anybody mm. and they have the ability to be us so god that's such a middle of the road answer again i'm sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> no that, that that is it though isn't it it comes down to like the the, the little margins <laughs> of a game like any of these like for all, for all i know the supers could have a really bad year and like the, everything goes against them and they could end up one and seven and i predict them to go seven and one it's just it's like that isn't it i don't oh. think that's gonna happen i don't think <laughs> that's gonna happen either. i think they're too good to go to one and seven but you never know on that bombshell. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so is there anything just before we finish that you guys want to uh, say to the masses? Anybody listening out there, you give yourself a little plug. Uh, yeah, like any teams that want to come play us, practice with us. We take guest coaches as well. You know, if you want to come try it out, please do. Like, it's, it's fun for all. If you yeah, if you need any more information on where to train and what have you, just drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm on my phone twenty four seven, so I probably will answer you straight away. Um, yeah, just give us a message and we'll get you down. <laughs> we definitely need more QBs. We don't need any more QBs. There you go, everybody. Kenshin Kings are going to be running a five QB offense. <laughs> Mexico style. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. This has been lots of fun uh, and really insightful, and, and learning about uh, you know where you've where you've come from and, and what what you guys are all about. We can't wait to see how you guys get on in the league. Yeah, sounds cool. Thanks excited. for having us. Excited, yeah. Thank you for having us. It's been fun. Cool. Thanks, guys. We'll speak to you soon. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies.